0: Welcome back. I am looking forward to sharing with you guys the next few points. Um, I'm enjoying this topic. I have to say I was really surprised by the numbers of you who responded uh, for my request for a future uh, call topic, show topic, that I'd like to present to you guys on. Well, there are two two things I asked for you to text me about. Um, And the first one was whether, and this was for men, but the first one was, are you wanting to hear me talk more about HRT or testosterone replacement therapy. And um, and I'm going to ask that question again. Uh, so if you are, and this is for men, just text me at uh, 512-758-0206, and I'll present some information that I've gathered over the last couple of years, Julie and I were working on a section in um, our current book, Harris Rules, about this, but the editor wanted us to leave that out, uh, this health uh, drill down that we're working on for another book, and so that's what we're going to do, but I would like to share with all of you all the information that I have gathered um, both from research and from personal experience and from professional experience with uh, coaching clients about testosterone replacement therapy. So if that's something that's of interest to you, because 60% of the people listening are women, and I'm not sure that the women are necessarily going to hear all about this. But with that said, if the if you have men in your lives that are like 35 or 40 years or older, uh, chances are this is going to be relevant information to them. So anyway, if you're interested in having me uh, present a a podcast on that, let me know. Just text me at 512. 512- Seven five eight zero two zero six. Okay, and the second topic I suggested that we uh, kind of uh, go back and talk about. A lot of you are very interested in talking about brokerages. Specifically, you're interested in knowing about how to choose a broker. And it seems like a lot of you who are not just new agents, but those of you who are uh, in the you know throes of the year and you're doing your transactions and you're looking at the commission checks you're <laughs> getting and you're wondering where the hell your money is going. And so you're having these thoughts about, well, maybe I need to make a, a, a different choice as far as who I have as my broker. If that's you, if you think that would be another good show topic, I don't want to bore the masses. So unless I get a good number of you that are expressing interest in that particular topic, um, we won't present on it. But if that's something that interests you, please just go ahead and text me. And just in the, in the you just text the word broker. That You don't have to give me any more information on that. Just text it again to 512-758-0206. There's so many different things that Julie and I like to talk about, that we, we, that we do frankly talk about with our private coaching clients, that I'm just not always sure are going to appeal to the literal tens of thousands of you. that listen, I was just looking at our statistics, and there's uh, 5.9 million of you who've listened. Now, obviously, we have a lot of repeat listeners. Most of our listeners listen to us every day. But there's 5.9 million of you who've listened. That's not even counting all the downloads. That's not counting the iTunes stats. Those are just straight-up people that are listening to the show repeatedly. So it's pretty fascinating how much reach this podcast has gotten. And I think it's because you guys like the fact that we're so practical and tactical and cutting through all the Mickey Mouse that's out there um, and helping you guys uh, really adopt the mindset of being of service to other people and then understanding that once you are service to uh, other people, I know this sounds trite, but it's true – and you 're able to you know provide them a level of service that helps them accomplish their goal. The more people you help accomplish their goals, the more goals in your life you will accomplish yourself. And then you will become, you know, as long as you're consciously trying to become rich. And rich, the simple definition, is where your money works for you no longer work for your money. You see how all these things are practical and tactical? Here's something that's practical and tactical, too. If you don't have the lifestyle, if you don't have the health, if you don't have the wealth that you want in life, it's simply for the fact that you're still struggling with the fact that your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people. That's it. And if you are of service to enough enough other people, if you help enough other people accomplish their goals, there's nothing in this life that you won't be able to personally accomplish. So when you if you allow yourself to feel angry or jealous or any of these other sorts of emotions that go nowhere but down, uh, because you haven't gotten where you want to be in life, if you haven't experienced what you have want to experience at this point in your life, if that's you, well, I'm telling you, stop having those thoughts because they're getting you nowhere, and realize it's just simply because you. haven't haven't helped enough other people accomplish their goals that's it i mean if you help if you sell 5 houses you've hypothetically helped you know, 10 people, two sides to a transaction, five times two, uh, you know, accomplish a goal. Well, you'll get the benefits from helping those specific 10 people in the form of, pay- in the form of payment, obviously, but also referrals and, and all that good stuff and, the you know, the overall good karma that comes from helping people. But if you, you know, you'll have a limited return on that investment of your time and effort. So you're going to have to increase. Maybe you sell 20. Maybe you sell 30. You guys get the point? This, it's, and here's the thing that's also fascinating. The closer you get to adopting that lifestyle mindset, the mindset of being of service to other people, that becomes who you are, the easier the transactions happen because your ego is no longer standing in the way. Like I have conversations with people. It, it, it's almost – I don't even have to think anymore when I'm having this conversation. When people are not willing to have like, literally proactive, direct conversations with people about buying or selling real estate – it, it happens constantly. That's the reason everyone's so attracted to doing all the passive stuff. Well, you ask yourself why is it that you're not willing to pick up the phone, have a conversation with a center of influence, past client, let alone an expired or for sale by owner or somebody else? Why aren't you willing to do that? It's because your mind is full of all these thoughts that are keeping you from, being, from helping those people? What will they think of me? You know, what will they, we talk about this in the podcast a lot, right? Look at all the – if I challenged all of you right now to pick up the phone and call an expired listing, right? How many of you would do it? Literally probably maybe 5% would do it. The rest of you would make excuses. And the real excuses would be the, – or the excuses would focus on would be how does it make you feel? Oh, my gosh, they're going to yell at me. Oh, my gosh, they're going to attack me. Oh, my gosh, I don't – it's not a your, – your initial reaction is never, okay, I'm ready. Tell me what to say. Tell me how to do it. I'm really – I'm, I'm willing to do it. I want to do it. I know it's going to get me what I want. I know I can help those people. That's how you should react, but you don't. You instead react with all these excuses and all these hall passes you give yourself, don't you? Isn't that interesting? Notice how you actually think, and then ask if that way of thinking is actually working towards the accomplishment of what your goals are. And if they're not, why don't you change them? Why don't you realize that maybe it's time for you to upload a new operating system and start by taking little micro steps and by accepting the fact that maybe your initial reaction to do it you know I, this is the challenge i gave all of you guys homework on the podcast yesterday you know what are the three things you're avoiding the most in your real estate business remember if you listened yesterday and what were those three things did you do it what did you come up with i bet you every single one of you your 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 three things from that homework assignment were all associated with having direct contact with somebody so in other words you are avoiding the things that actually would put you in a position to help people make money the quickest, and that's what you avoid. You didn't write down you were avoiding doing stuff that was easy like going on Facebook, did you? <laughs> right? Or you know, sending someone a text message that requires no effort or an email. You were actually avoiding the things that require you to have some skill. So that's the other part of this. If you're accepting this, at least intellectually what I'm saying is true, which you can't argue with it because it obviously is, then the next natural step for you is to learn the skills so that when you do call those people, you know what to say. You know how to help them. Look, it's one thing for someone to say, I want to be a doctor. It's another thing for someone to say, I'm going to go in good, good grades all the way through school. Then I'm going to qualify for good medical school. Then I'm going to be in school for another you know, 8 to 12 years longer sometimes, and then I'm going to earn the right to be a doctor. Some of you think that you can just get what you want in life without having earned it. You have to earn the right to be of service to other people. You have to earn the right to be, uh, to earn the money. You can't just do it just because, and you're not going to be able to do a bunch of social networking, branding stuff where you look like you're Mr. and Mrs. Cool, and you're doing all these you know, things That are going to essentially be fungible. In other words, there's nothing really unique or special about them. People will do business with you when you have the skill set to help them. Don't waste your time on the gimmicks. Do the things that you don't want to do. In other words, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And the other side of that is everything that you want in life. Don't you intuitively know what I'm saying is true? It's like the stuff your grandma told you, <laughs> you know. It's, but it's innate in all of you. You know what I'm telling you is true. And yet, what do you do in between listening to these podcasts? You go and look for easy buttons. How many of you right now are listening to me, you know, bitch and moan at you, and at the same time you're screwing around Facebook looking for some gimmicky idea on how to generate a buyer lead? How many of you are doing that right now? Laugh at yourself, because it is funny, right? You guys get what I'm saying here? So listen, a lot of you are looking for direction. You're looking for direction now, and here's what you should do. I'm going to give you six of our free books. No, I'm not going to give Harris Rules away. That's for sale at Barnes and Noble, and it's for sale at Target. It's for sale at all the major bookstores, and of course it's on Amazon. So if you want to get our latest books, uh, just go over to one of those booksellers and get the book Harris Rules. But what we're going to do is give you six other books that we've developed, and these are uh, the one I want you to download the first and the quickest and get started on is the Real Estate Treasure Map. That's your fill-in-the-blank business plan, and all you've got to do to get those all those books and be entitled to a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches, who will actually help you get started on uh, the Real Estate Treasure Map, just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, text the word Harris, our last name, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996, text the word Harris to 31996, and you'll be off to the races. All right, so the topic of today's podcast, this is, say, this is part three, is the seven-step solution to end your laziness, and this is part three. So this next point, I, 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 let me first of all, by rounding the bend on the last point so that we can kind of, those of you who were listening yesterday or didn't listen with intensity, we can actually kind of be on the same page. So let me find that point. Oh, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? okay. Okay, here it is. So y- yesterday's point, and I'm not going to belabor this, but I just want to read you this quote. Right, yesterday's point was your future, um, future you uh, versus current. So whatever you're enjoying now is because of the past version of you. Whatever ails you, health, wealth, etc., is from the past version of you being lazy. Right? We talked about that yesterday. Listen to that on yesterday's podcast. Here's the quotes I found that I did not have an opportunity to read to you guys. That I thought you might like. Your outcomes are lagging measures of your habits. Your net worth is a lagging measure of your financial habits. Your weight is a lagging measure of your eating habits. Your knowledge is a lagging measure of your learning habits. Your clutter is a lagging measure of your cleaning habits. <laughs> and you, and you get what you repeat. Time magnifies the margin between success and failure. It will uh, it will multiply whatever you feed whatever you feed it. Good habits make really. Uh, make Your Time Your Ally, Bad Habits, Make Your Time Your Enemy. I forget what book I found that in, but I thought that was a really great tie-in to what we were talking about. Okay, so point number six. This is, something, um, this is something I learned a long time ago. This is not something Julie and I thought of, and honestly, I don't remember I learned this. I may have learned this from – actually, I don't even remember. But there's only three things in life that you can really control. So point number six is control. There are only three, three things in life that you can really control, your health, your wealth, and your environment. So I have three questions for you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your health right now? On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your health right now? Are you overweight? <laughs> you know, Are you exercising on a regular basis? If you believe in supplements, which you should, by the way, are you taking supplements? So how would you rate your overall health right now on a scale of 1 to 10? Question number two, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your finances? How would you rate your savings, your debt? How would you rate your cash flow in order for you to afford all the things you want in life? I mean, it's one thing to have $10 million, but if your $10 million is only producing like some crappy rate of return, that's not even enough for you to, you know, live off of. Well, then what's the point of having $10 million other than to feel good about it, right? So, you know, how's your, how would you rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 when it comes to your finances? And I'll, here's a little secret. Most people retire – whatever that means anymore, dependent on their family or the government or both just to get by. Is this you? I'm going to be direct as hell with you because I speak to so many of you guys during the day. It is you, every single one of you listening right now. And there's tens of thousands, so there might be like three people this doesn't apply for. But for the rest of you, you are not prepared for your 60s, your 70s, your 80s, and your 90s financially. And look, it's not completely your fault. I'm not going to make – I don't want you to – because if you feel bad about it and you get depressed about it, then you're not going to do anything about it. But the simple fact is is that most of you are headed towards a a future where you're going to have a diminished lifestyle and you're going to be living – I mean really – maybe even in poverty of some form, depressing as hell as I tell you this, but it's still true, and you're going to be dependent on the government or family or both just to basically have you get by. Okay, that's kind of a stark reality for some of you, but I don't want you to be in denial about it. I want you to accept it, and I want you to do something about it. If you want to talk with me specifically about some of the things that I'm suggesting to other people who are in that situation, just text me at 512-758-0206. Because even if you're your 60s or your 70s, there are things that are available to agents right now where they actually can have an impact on their future that isn't just solely dependent on investment properties, and um, selling real estate. And yes, I am talking about EXP revenue share. Yes, I am talking about EX, what, the money you can make with EXP passively. That is something all of you should definitely be considering. If you want to talk to me about that, just text me, 512-758-0206. So now I'm going to go back to the first question I asked you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your health now? You know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your health now? So what would be the three things? Hopefully mentally at least you're, you know, following me along here or you should be taking notes. What would be the things that you could do right now to have the two or three things to have the most positive impact on your health the quickest? And I'm going to tell you what they are, okay? I don't want you to have to think about this. Here they are. And I, we, Jules and I talk about, by the way, she's not feeling good. She's not on the show. So I'm going to talk to you about the three things that, I, you know, that are definitely that should be self-evident. Number one. You have to control what you eat. Simple enough. Here's what you do. Cut off the carbs. Every time I mention that on the podcast, I always get people in like six months who thank me for that, mostly men, by the way, but quite a few women as well, and say they cut out the carbs and talk about all the weight they lost. This is a simple fact. If you cut your carb intake down to 50 grams of carbs or less per day, your body is going to go into a state of ketosis, and you're going to burn body fat as your source of energy. If you continue to eat sugar, carbohydrates, your body will store the unused carbohydrates as body fat, and you will not ever burn the body fat on your body. So if you want a little, I mean, frankly, a biological fact about how you burn body fat – Cut the carbs to 50 grams of carbs or less per day. I don't want to talk anymore about that. I want you to research that on your own. Julie and I are not exercise physiologists or doctors, so there's lots of opportunity for you to do some self-learning. So much information out there. Don't get stuck on the different diets and don't buy a diet plan and don't overthink it. Low-carb is so freaking easy, and most of the foods that are low-carb are fantastic. It's what your body wants, okay? So there's that. There's a great way for all of you to lose weight. Second point, and this is not available for all of you, I would strongly recommend you join Orange Theory. Orange Theory has so many benefits, the obvious ones being you're going to get in great shape. The secondary benefits as a real estate professional is you're going to meet tons of people provided you actually go there with the intent of making friends. And when I tell all of my coaching clients, my personal ones, and all of them are in Orange Theory, maybe one isn't. Um, is that you go five days of the week and that you basically go on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I'm just picking random times. You go at, say, 4 o'clock, and then Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you go at like, you know, 7 a.m. or whatever, right? Because I want you getting to know different groups of people. And when you're there, when they start seeing that you're a regular and you show up, the other regulars who show up will start befriending you, and you have this really great group of friends, uh, and they'll, uh, Julie and I do not do not sell real estate. We do go to Orange Theory. Out of our Orange Theory class, we were, tr- I, we were trying to guess yesterday when we were driving around how many referrals we've sent to our coaching clients. I bet you we have sent out eight, maybe, in the past uh, two years, just from people we've met in Orange Theory. We just referred those leads out to um, our coaching clients. Okay? There you go. There's something interesting for you to maybe pursue. That is a immediate actionable plan with regards to your health something you can do right now on a scale of you know one to ten how would you rate your finances i talked about that different ideas that you'd have but here's the simple one it's easier for you to increase your income than it is for you to uh, decrease your spending okay that's just a fact But what really – just depending on what your discipline is, what your level of – your willingness to accept financial sobriety, the Dave Ramsey thing is irrefutable. A lot of people have really gone, just absolutely have gotten their finances together by following Dave Ramsey. And depending on who you are, that might be the best thing. If you're already earning a ton of money – but you're not accumulating any net worth. Well, that's just a private co- uh, coaching call with me that we need to have so I can help you get your head screwed on straight about that. And I've quite a few, you know, quite a few of you have great cash flow, but you just don't know how to actually have that money accumulate and then compound for you, and that's okay. I'll teach you how to do it. I've had coaching clients who I have them send me, again, I'm not a CPA or an investment advisor, but I I know just enough to make me dangerous. So what I'll do sometimes when I have coaching clients that are new is I'll ask them to send me whatever investment portfolio they have. And and every single one of them did not know what they owned in terms of securities. Every single one of them did not know what the fees they were paying. I found somebody recently, a new coaching client, who was paying over 3% this was somebody in California, this was like two weeks ago, over 3% per year to manage their retirement account, and they didn't even know they were paying that much money in fees. And I explained, like, for example, look into the um, Vanguard, uh, the three-fund portfolio for Vanguard index funds. Just You should write that down and research it yourself. Just Google the word three-fund portfolio Vanguard and just read, just read that's what uh, right there. Just do some homework on that yourself. So again, the financial thing, scale, scale one to ten. So I just gave you some ideas what you could do to turn around that. Okay, your environment, where you live, how you live. This is so incredibly important. Um, I would have, I absolutely personally underestimated the effect on environment when I was growing up with you know Julie and I were growing up in Columbus, Ohio. I was, I absolutely did not understand the long-term ramifications of your environment. And what happens is all of us, we start to become like our environment, and it happens really, really quickly. It happens in very deep-rooted ways. You just become familiar with just the things, the places, the streets, the buildings, and then your mind starts to get smaller. And the older you get, the smaller your world gets, To eventually you're living under the closet, right? And so environment is your house. How disorganized is your office? How, like, one of the things that we suggest is sometimes if people are, is their environments, our offices in particular are a mess. Take before and after pictures and post it on Facebook. That's a good idea. So how's your environment? What does it actually look like? What does it feel like? You don't, you're not objective. You're, not, you you do not realize. What a, All those little piles and collections of crap, what the psychological uh, you know, negative, negative effect that's been on you. But here, here's an, a question for you. When you go to a really nice restaurant or a really nice high-end store, assuming you do go to those places, again, more lack of exposure stuff here. But if you go to like, even like a modern hotel or something like that, how do you feel? Do you notice when you walk into those environments, when there's not a lot of clutter, how you immediately start to feel relaxed? Why is that? Why is it you feel more relaxed in a foreign environment that is cleaner and less cluttery than you do your own house is full of shit? Why is that? It's because your mind wants that calm of the clutter-free environment. Because, like, go through your closet. Ask yourself this question. What have you not worn in the past, say, for example, even 180 days, maybe even 90 days. When in doubt, throw it out or donate it. And how much better would you feel if the, all those environments were basically uh, you know, clean and orderly? It's an interesting thought that sometimes if you just like, look, here's a simple thing for all of you to do. A little idea for homework assignment. Get a great audio book. Put on a headset. Walk into your closet this weekend with a bunch of garbage bags and get rid of 90% of the crap in there. You know, donate the garbage bags to the Goodwill or whoever, and then walk back into that closet and tell me how you feel. You're going to feel a lot better. And then go to another room and another room and another room and go to your office. And then, you know, eventually what you're going to find is you start to feel less the, the stuff is less onerous. The more stuff you have, the more that stuff has, a, has power over you because now you have to take care of the stuff. So go and just purge all of it and set yourself free. There's an idea for all of you. That's environment. So the three things that you can have a positive impact on is your health, your wealth, and your environment. Take those things seriously because when you control those three things – When you actually are consciously paying attention to your finances, your wealth accumulation, your health, and your environment, everything else pretty much sorts itself out. Don't worry about, and we talked about this on the podcast two days ago, you know, as soon as you go outside of trying to control those three things and you start trying to think about politics and all these other things, you're going to find yourself going a little bit crazy because you can't control those things. So reduce the friction associated with uh, good behaviors. When friction is low, habits are easy. And the best way for you to reduce the uh, friction is to, frankly, make your You know, Prime your environment to make your future actions easier. And that's basically what we just talked about. Point number seven. I don't remember writing this. Let me read it. Uh, Okay, yes, here it is. (laughs) My favorite point, right? Point number seven. Know that everything you want in life (laughs) comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Isn't that like the most poignant bit of truth that you've ever heard? I can hardly believe that I came up with that years ago, to be honest with you. Because it's so it's so simple and elegant, but true. It everything that you want in life. Think of an it just like I've wrestled this around. That would be just a great book, just that one topic, right? But everything that you want in life comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Let's break that down. The time we have remaining today. What are the things that you don't want to do the most in your real estate business right now? What are they? Just say them to yourself. Maybe you don't want to do the last thing I talked about, cleaning your office, right? Possible. But what are the things you don't want to do? You don't want to do the proactive lead generation calls because you don't want to feel rejected. You don't want to feel like a salesperson. You don't want to write all these things. You'll have your own list. So what are the things you don't want to do? For you, that might be it. When you don't want to do them. So if there's something that you don't want to do, and using my example of picking up the phone, there's never a time you want to do it. Okay, so doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, and then the last bit's the little secret sauce that a lot of, that gets by a lot of you. Because there will be some of you who push your way through your own bullshit, and you start picking up the phone, and you start making those proactive lead generation things. You start making the contacts, but you're not doing it at the highest level. In other words, you get them on the phone, and what you're doing is you're trying your best to get off the phone. You're not actually trying to set a pre-qualified appointment. You're doing everything in your power to look for an excuse to hang up the phone. Raise your hand if you're guilty, except if you're driving, keep your hand on your steering wheel. It's fascinating, isn't it? That's what a lot of you do. So it's doing what you don't want to do. Now, look, use another one. Use uh, going to Orange Theory. And I 100% will confess I do not like going to Orange Theory. I like the people. I like the camaraderie. I like the endorphin rush I get when I'm done doing it, but I do not like doing it. So doing what I don't want to do, going to Orange Theory, when I don't want to do it any damn time, <laughs> that's the highest level. I will not allow myself to go, go to Orange Theory. And not run, provided you know we have enough uh, treadmill time, and not run at least a 5K in usually about 23 minutes. I won't allow myself to do anything less than that because I do not want to be a hypocrite. So I'm going to Orange Theory, don't want to do it. Uh, I'm doing what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it at the highest level. You guys get it? How many of you are right now, you should ask yourself – in each of those three previous categories, the things in life you can control, your environment, your health, and your wealth, what are the things that you're avoiding, and what's on the other side of if you stopped avoiding them and you started doing them even though you didn't want to do them when you didn't want to do it at the highest level? Everything in your life would change, and, and it's what's really miraculous, even though pretty much everything in life takes longer than you think it will, but when you're getting started doing something – it's almost like you get these little bits of encouragement and they happen at a alarmingly shocking they happen really fast so for example when you start going low carb Uh, Which all of you should You're going to find that maybe for the the onboarding process Of the low carb Your body will literally go through withdrawal Because you're used to having the sugar Your body is used to burning these external sources You're going to have to suffer Through all the psychological bullshit You have associated with eating carby foods You know, Julie Ron on today She talked about her, you know, previous psychological Sort of attachment to Mashed potatoes because her grandma used to Make them for her and just all this different stuff Right? So all these little psychological. psychological, weird connections that people have to the consumption of food. It's blah, blah, blah. And then your body's addicted to sugar and the carbs. And so the original, as you get into low carb, you're going to find that not only is it physiologically for you, some of you a challenge. Oh, you're going to get headaches, some of you. You're going to feel like, your energy levels are kind of wistful. I get it. You're going to have tons of excuses, and that lasts about a week. And then you're going to have to deal with the psychological, oh, I wanna. I, I, I did good today. I want to reward myself with a pizza, right? Again, Jules and I talked about this in the podcast. When we sold real estate, we became fat bastards because that's what we used to do ourselves. <laughs> So we did. We would go and we would buy pizzas for ourselves after we took a listing or do something stupid like that. And we got big. I weighed 30, 35 pounds more than I weigh now. And Julie, she's a tiny little thing. She's only 5'5 and she gained like 20 pounds. Okay. On a tiny little, you know, 5'5 person, that's a lot of weight. So the moral of the story is is (laughs) not only uh, can I Express how important it is. These points are from the fact that we've helped a lot of coaching clients see through it. But I've actually experienced it myself, and some of you are experiencing it now. It's it, you know when you think about eating the thing, what, uh, does are you doing? Why are you doing it? <laughs> are you thinking about eating the piece of crap food because you're hungry? No, because you're wanting the little psychological uh, hit of that eating as the consuming of that but also your body wants to sugar you see how all these emotional things and physiological things are actually working in in conflict with the person you want to be that's the hard part that's the thing that you're going to have to push through but once you do it here's what happens So if you go through, again, read about low carb, if you push through your own psychological bullshit, if you suffer through some of the physiological changes from going low carb as your body adjusts to burning its own fat stores through ketosis, they'll last again, you know, maybe it lasts 10 days for some of you. Some of you, it'll be two or three days. But then what happens is you're going to start losing fat really fast. Like, you're going to think something's wrong when you get on the scale. Now, maybe your body, like my body has a hard time going to ketosis. And then Julie goes into ketosis right away. If Julie wanted to go into ketosis, she could be in it in like a day. me, I barely go into ketosis. So what ketosis means is when your body actually starts burning its stored uh, fat uh, stores, and even though Julie's not doesn 't have any fat, she can put herself in ketosis really quick. harder for me i don 't have a lot of body fat either, but my body just does not like doesn 't go into ketosis that fast Again, read about this you 'll understand it more yourself. The moral of the story, what I'm trying to help all of you understand is all of us are different, but what you're going to experience once you go through that is you're going to start seeing yourself lose weight. Now, here's where some of you are going to fail because you're going to start hearing praise from other people. You're going to quit too soon. You're going to get off the diet too fast. And it's not even a diet. It's a way of living. And then what happens is you're going to have to then start again. So set a specific number in mind. And one of the things I always challenge everyone with is how much did you weigh when you were in your 20s? And it's so funny when I have this conversation with men or women, everybody lies to me. They'll tell me some big ass number. So I'll say like, "How much did you weigh in your 20s?" And you'll and you remember, you know, you remember. Or I say when you got married or something like that. And and you'll and I'll ask how how tall you are. Well, I can pull up a weight height chart online. Though those aren't things, those aren't perfect, but I know how much ideally you should weigh. And the and the, you'll say to me, "Well, I weighed 220." I'm going like, "Wow, you were fat, really?" And you weighed 220 when you were, you know, 25 years old, and you're, you know, you're five nine. Okay, that's what I am. I'm five nine. And, and and I said that. And you think that was not fat? What do you weigh now? Like 260? Sometimes I hear these these numbers. I said, well, do you have any idea how much you should weigh? Again, how much did you weigh when you were in your 20s? And it goes back and forth because they don't want to tell me the truth. And then the number always comes out to be about 185, right? Okay, so let's create a plan to get you down to 185, and here's what you're going to do. It's the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. But it's worth it. It's worth it because you only live once, and you're dead a real long time. Write that down. You only live once, and you're dead a real long time. Why sacrifice a second to laziness? which is the topic of these three podcasts. Why sacrifice any more of your life to being lazy? It is lazy. You don't need to have psychological doctor Phil moments to break through it. I just gave you all the specific tips and suggestions, but more more I think relevantly, I gave you the very practical and tactical way to push through all this yourself. So please do it. Please take it seriously. I need your feedback, guys. I asked for your feedback specifically on those different topics. I told you what to do. Um, if you want to have a free coaching call and get the free books, text word Harris to 31996. And if you want to hear me talk, uh, talk about HRT or testosterone, uh, replacement therapy I need to have a text from you directly which is 512-758-0206 and just put in the subject line uh, T that's all you have to do I know like 30 of you have already done that from yesterday's show but again i got to uh, take into consideration the masses here so let me know if that's a topic you want to hear about and also if you want to talk to me about um, EXP I want you to go ahead also and text the word uh, EXP to uh, six, I'm sorry 512-758-0206 alright guys I'm actually late for a coaching call. Have a fantastic day. I'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. Remember, at any time, you can go over to iTunes or timandjulieharris.com to listen to our past shows. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows, and until next time...